Rohingya Crisis Should Rakhine Be Under Bangladesh's Sovereignty? by Shafio Rahman. Five years ago, an op ed in a Bangladeshi daily, Dhaka Tribune, ruffled the feathers of the powers that be in Myanmar's capital. Such was the offense taken that the Bangladeshi ambassador was summoned for a dressing down by the Burmese Ministry of Foreign Affairs. In the opinion piece, now long removed from the web, journalist Zeeshan Khan had argued that the Rohingya should have the option of forming an independent country between Bangladesh and Myanmar. Now, a broadly similar proposition has resurfaced in an intervention by the US Congressman Brad James Sherman in the House of Representatives Foreign Affairs Subcommittee on Asia and the Pacific. At the time, the President's office spokesperson made the Burmese objection clear. We will never allow such damage to the sovereignty and territory of our country. Rohingya activists were at one with this. A prominent Rohingya advocate, Nye San Luin, found the whole notion horrible. He said at the time, We are Burmese. We are Myanmar's Rohingya. We are the part of Myanmar and will always be a part of Myanmar. Five years since, social media chatter reveals significant differences in Rohingya thinking between then and now. Congressman Brad Sherman, a Democratic Party member of the House of Representatives, has made, made his explosive observation in the form of a question to the State Department official. He asked that given the ethnic cleansing and genocide against the Rohingya and the failure to issue citizenship by the Myanmar government, should the US government not support the transfer of Northern Rakhine state to Bangladeshi sovereignty? After Ambassador Alice Wells found the necessary composure to answer, the congressman persisted in giving the example of South Sudan and recommended that if the Myanmar government doesn't announce that it is dedicated to the protection of Rohingya people and the issuance of citizenship documents, then we will alter our position and call for transfer of the North Rakhine state to a country that will protect these people. Sherman's incendiary, Sherman's incendiary comments were made in the middle of June 2019 and have hitherto only resurfaced in Bangladeshi media and niche outlets. Nevertheless, his comments have generated strong responses from the Rohingya themselves. I asked Ne Sangwin whether he still thinks the idea of separation is unpalatable. He said, Five years ago, I responded according to the situation we were in. But this time, I am not going to say the same things because the situation has changed. Luin is troubled by the lack of progress in every aspect of the Rohingya crisis. He continued, Thousands have been killed, slaughtered and burned alive. Many hundreds of women have been raped. He continues, The violence against us has massively risen. None of the perpetrators have been brought to justice. Lewin finds the idea of separation from Myanmar and being a part of Bangladesh very difficult. At the same time, he insists in being realistic. Myanmar has no intention to fulfill what we want. Myanmar hasn't given any assurance or guarantee that we will not be persecuted again. And it is only after this preamble that Lewin breaks with his statement of the past and says, Enough is enough. If America is willing to intervene in the situation and assure our human dignity, we will be persuaded. 
All we want is human dignity regardless of who governs us. This is a far cry from his previous solid belief in Myanmar. I questioned him if the separation idea does not feed into Burmese narratives that this has always been the Rohingya plan. He is indignant and insists that this is preposterous. We have never wanted to cede. It is the Burmese government who have made us stateless in the land of our birth. They have stolen our rights and have no intention of restoring them. I asked another prominent Rohingya activist, Thun Kin, what he thinks about the Rohingya refugees in the camps of Bangladesh and what he might feel about the congressman's idea. Thun Kin reiterated that Rohingya never wanted to be separated. He added, However, currently the survivor thinks the governments have failed them. The whole of the UN system has failed them and they may see this as a way of extricating themselves from the situation. He added, however, currently the survivors think governments have failed them. The whole of the UN system has failed them and they may see this as a way of extricating a solution. Not all Rohingya activists are enamored with the idea though. Razia Sultana, recent recipient of the US State Department's International Women of Courage Award, was disgusted by the suggestion. She said, I believe it is a trick to grow tensions in the region. Sultana was adamant and declared in a tweet that we Rohingya do not want to remove ourselves and join another country or threaten the sovereignty of Myanmar. It is worth noting that the idea of separation has only recently become an unclean concept in the Myanmar constitution. The 2008 constitution emphatically declares that no part of the territory constituted in the Union, such as regions, state, unions, territories and self-administered areas, shall ever cede from the Union. However, Burma's 1947 constitution had an entirely different concept of what a democratic system ought to look like. That constitution enshrined that the right to cede from the Union. The bus being generated by the Congressman Sherman's suggestion is a reflection of the violent subjugation that the Rohingya face in the northern Rahain state. In that context, the very notion of federal union binding the country together is simply, as many Rohingya are now arguing, untenable. Shafiur Rahman is a documentary filmmaker currently working on the Rohingya crisis. This is an opinion piece and the views expressed above are the author's own. The Quint neither endorses nor is responsible for them.